It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Izzy Kempe for breakfast. SCNZ, I'm back in the big smoke. Left cut, left, what was that? Left, right, left, right, left, uppercut. right, uppercut. Jab, 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 bang. Is that, is that your go to? Left, right, left, uppercut. Just left, 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 left. One, one, two, one, one, two, one, one, two, three. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome in. I'm back in the big smoke with the team, bringing a bit of vibe, a bit of energy. We'll get a coffee at about seven o'clock and. Uh, we're only here for an hour and a half. Yeah, there's another another game. Who's playing? <laughs> Samoa Japan. Samoa Japan. That'll be a doozy, actually. Samoa will get up. Samoa, I think Japan have been pretty disappointing. You reckon, you reckon it's the the changing of the coaches and stuff like that? You know, Jamie Joseph going, uh, ending up with the Highland Highlanders and... Japan, you know, they, they're probably down in the dumps because Eddie Jones is their coach next year. <laughs> Look, there's a lot going on. Nah, <laughs> I don't know. Look, I, I heard whispers. You know, Jamie Joe is a very, very hard man here, very hard coach. And I think in the off-season, they just absolutely pump them. You know, just push them right to the brink. Because, mm. you know, that's the way he thought. That's what he did in 2019. They went well, you know, made the quarters and just about got to the semis, bundled down the quarters. But at home, you know. They're blowing out. Yeah, so I just think they look tired. Mm. They look tired and... Um, look like the Roosters' South. Yeah, a little bit overdone. So, yeah, I think Samoa will, will get up in that performance and uh, still have them alive in that uh, Rugby World Cup. But it's great to be back up in the big smoke. I've got the kids up as well and they were drove past the Sky Tower and I told them about the Sky Tower, Kimpy. Yeah. they're like, how big is it, Dad? Is it one story? Is it two stories? Oh, I said, oh, it's probably a few more stories than that, son. But you know what they do? They jump off it. And they're like, oh, can we do that? And I'm like, yeah, 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 you can do it, you can do it. Yeah, we drove in, you know how night time it all lights yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And we drove under it through. And Did they have look, the red and black lights because you were coming to it? Yeah, yeah, they had, they had the welcome party. And uh, I looked up and they looked at it and they said, nah, Dad, we're not going up there, eh? And I said, <laughs> yeah. And it's got glass floors and you should jump, jump, jump. And then... You know, we'll see what happens. And my daughter, she's so scared of heights. She's like, no, 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 Dad, I don't want to go up there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Tills, eh? Yeah. Um, I mean, she love the bright lights too, taking her out at night time. Mm. And um, there's, a, there's a bit to do up here, mate. Kelly Tarleton's got to take him there. You been there with your kids? I haven't been there. I think they're going to go today. They'll yep. do the Kelly Tarleton's. I've got a busy morning um, doing a few jobs. So I'll be done about 2.30. Yeah. And then uh, I'll do the game in the morning for Sky Sport. And then I have a nice weekend. Cool. But I think they're going to Kelly Tarleton's today, and then we might go to Rainbow Zen on Sunday. And then next week we'll do the old zoo. 
Yeah. Uh, what else you do here? What else Motet. do you do here? Motet. Across yeah. the road from the zoo. Oh, I've yep. heard about that place. So that, good. Is that the automobile place? Yeah, it's like it's like a piece of history. Mm. You know, so we used to go there on school trips and you go sit in the old phone booths and uh, go sit in the old cars that they had running around in the old 1900s. It sounds, it's a hell of a time it, it, it sounds like my house when I was 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> we had a bit of piece of history, like 14 cars on the front lawn. And... There were a couple of cars in there that you could start with a spoon. Last night I was watching Boy when I got back with the kids. And I was like, they, they was dead back in the day, kids. And they were sitting there in awe going, yeah, mate. You know, throw the you know start the car with the with the screwdriver, or you know, give it a little quick start. But um, one, one cent coin, <laughs> mate, they were blowing away. But yeah, if you got any ideas what I can do with the kids in Auckland next week, please look them through. Double eight, double three. Love to, love to know. I've got a. F- Fair few ideas, but there might be something random out there that the kids would love to do. We've been to Butterfly Creek, so I don't send that through out by the airport. We've already done that one. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be an awesome week. School holidays. Awesome. Going to do the do Fano the thing this week. Uh, SEM Roll Call, text us now. Where are you listening? We want to know, you know, are you in Canterbury, Melbourne, whatever. What are you doing? And uh, send it through on double eight double three. We'll give you a shout-out throughout the show and, uh, you know, Want to understand where most all our random listeners. listener that you've had this year? Do you think? Oh, ah, uh, can't think of one. Me and Sammy, Switzerland. Switzerland. Yep, yep. Um, oh, mate, we've actually had quite a few from uh, Europe, um, dialing. So, yeah, we we are here this morning. Double eight, double three. What what uh, part of the country? And I bet you there's a lot of boys out there milking at the moment too. So. Well done to you, you boys, because it's freezing again today, mate. We're in October and it's freezing. Oh, this is hot. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's hot. That's hot. I forgot mate, you. Come, I forgot. I thought you, was freezing. I thought, this is hot. I forgot you walked down an igloo. <laughs> <laughs> I've just come out of t-shirt and shorts. Everyone looks at me like an idiot, and I'm like, mate, this ain't cold. This is hot. My daughter, she came out yesterday wearing just just a little mini dress. Yeah, legs everywhere, and you know, like the people, are like, is she warm? Yeah. This is the one makes you feel conscious. Tough, this is hot. <laughs> this is hot as anything. So yeah, keep them coming through. And uh, remember, we I have uh, Adidas golf voucher up for grabs. Get away with Adidas. Visit adidas.co.nz slash getaway underscore with golf underscore T's and C's. Apply. And our Who Am I clue number one. We're giving them out throughout the day. And we've only got an hour and a half. So they'll be pretty rapid. So make sure you stay tuned. And keep your ears ready for clue number one. Here we go. In 1997, I was captain of the All Blacks. In 1997, I was captain of the All Blacks. It took me a while to get this one, but I finally got there in the end. So if you know the answer, please send them through on double eight, double three. All right, Kempe, we have a big show. We've got Andrew Forsman coming up for our Love Racing Mustang Valley Hopefully you're going to get pipped at the line from Just Ask Me. But anyway, we'll talk to Forsman about that. And we've got TJ Pedernara after 7 o'clock to round out our show for today. But there is a big grand finale this Sunday. The Broncos v the Panthers. 1v2. Best attack v your best defence. How's it play out, Kempe? Oh, it's, yep. Does a Bronco beat a Panther? You think? Be a good fire. Uh, Panther will smoke it, wouldn't it? Uh, you'd think we'd get up on its hind legs and give it a bit of a battering with its front legs, mm, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. It'd be it'd be a pretty tough oh, look, I think it's a I think it's a tight one, Izzy. I think it's mm. a tight game. Both these games this year have been pretty close. The Broncos um versus the the Penrith Panthers, and I don't see the grand final being any different. Um I think the game is one in the middle of the park, like like dead set 
with the way that Fisher, Harris and Liotta. Here's the thing I thought about yesterday. So Fisher, Harris and Liotta up against um, Payne, Haas and, and Flegler. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So that's basically the Australian front row. Haas and Flegler, you know, Origin New South Wales, and the Kiwi front row. And you look at Origin, you look at Origin, you basically got a, um, a Queensland team behind the New Zealand front row. If Penrith set the tone in the middle of the pitch, mate, that's a big... It, it sort of gives you a bit of context around the origin and the front row, mm. and just you just have a think: how good would it be to have Fisher, Harris, and Liotta in origin? Mm. You know, so I, I actually think if those two, because for me, it's the only way that they can stop Reese Walsh, Penrith, because he's just too quick. Yeah, like he's in a different he's in a different sphere when he goes from that second sweep line and past what they call the foreign defender, which is your back row. If you're looking at Marata Noa Kore and Sean Johnson, which is your three in. And he goes past them at so much speed that he throws the the one in, which is your centre, into two minds. And there's a try where Reese Walsh went mm. down. He threw the intercept first, but the second one, he made a different change of mind and he hit Herbie Farnworth on a short yep. ball. But forget that he hit him on a short ball. You have a look at that play again when they show it on a replay and you have a look what he did to the defenders. Sean Johnson fell over. Um, Rocco Berry... Didn't know whether to come and stay out, fell on his back mm. and was clutching at fresh air. Dow- Dallin zipped in to try and shut it down yeah. um, and went past the ball. So he was he was done and Marata was just caught for speed. And I think that unless they do that in the middle of the ruck with, you know, you've got Fisher-Harris, Liotta, Yo in the middle yeah. and of course the hooker. And and, and of the Broncos, you've got Carrigan, Haas and Flegler. And I can't split them. Mm. I think Carrigan and Yell are two very good loose forwards, but the two front rows. If you if you look at what Haas and Flegler done to us last week, you'd have to say that up against Fisher, Harris, and Liotta, who experienced by going to three grand finals, um, have got a hell of a battle on their hands. So uh, Walsh and Edwards, that they'll both go as well as their front rows for me. And the big one is here is Cleary and Reynolds, like. Clearly, the best two halves mm. in the comp. Yeah, you know, Sean's been up there this year with him as well. But clearly, the best two halves in the comp. You've got both of them that have know how to win grand finals. Um, both of them got a fantastic kicking game, and I and both of them can control the tempo of the game well. So, um, yeah, it's for me hard to call. I know you like Penrith. I, I just you know think defence wins titles. That's that old adage, the old saying. But it goes a long way because their def- their attackers. Sharp too, you know. You've got Clary that's running on a dime, and he's just got so much time. He can kick really well, and if you control both aspects, you're going to go through and you're going to win the performance. But where I can see the Broncos upsetting the Panthers and where they were able to upset the Warriors was the ruck area. Mm. They won the ruck. They they had quick ruck ball. They were offloading. They kept the ball alive. They weren't allowing the teams to get, the Warriors particularly to get back, get their defense set. Are they able to have the same influence on this game against the Panthers? Easily, like 16-4 offloads at half time, absolutely killed the Warriors. Well, yeah, so so just break that down in two parts. The first one is to stop the momentum. Mm. So your hit and stick has to be spot on and, and you wrestle to, to win that ruck. Um, and the second one in the offloads, they ain't going to do what the Warriors done, Penrith. That's why they're the best mm. defensive side. They ain't going to go back until the defense, uh, till the tackle is completed, and they're going to back their fitness. Mm. You know, um, I heard a story over there on the weekend that they actually train differently to most of the other other clubs. They have a they have a um, a full game. 
for 20 minutes against their second side uh, as their last session. Mm. Um, and Scotty Sats was telling me, you know, like, they've done all the science and around their preparation, and they actually, instead of having a light day in the middle of the week, um, having a light day in the captain's run, they have a heavy day uh-huh. and get prepared for the game and say, well, if you're not ready by then, um, and they go in with a different mindset. So, yeah, it's really interesting how... how so captain's run's full noise? Captain, or, or Thursday training? No, the, the last run, he said the last run is a 20-minute game, full ah, on, full wow. tackle. Wow. Yeah, I know. And so I, could, I was sort of trying to get my head around it going, oh, geez, you'll be a bit worried. Mm. Um, but, yeah, there's some mentality about it. So obviously working for them. Because uh, that's interesting, Kim, because when I, when I was playing, we had a light week, and you start light, you build, you build, build. Thursday training was full noise, harder than test match. Yeah. Like full blowing contact, not ball and play for five minutes, something like that. You know, Steve Ants is just picking up the ball, throwing it, and just keeping the ball. So we're imitating the game, but that was Thursday, and we still had a light captain's run on Friday, game Saturday. So you're saying the Friday game, that's Friday training's full noise. Wow. Yeah, that's what that's what Sats is saying. So, mm. you know, it's, it is an interesting take on, on how teams are preparing. Look, for me, I just think, you know, errors have always played a big part of of. Uh, the outcome of games and Penrith are the best at taking errors and really strangling them with the outcome um, of the next set of six. Mm. And, you know, if they, what we didn't do, like we mirrored them up there in Brisbane, so we're error for error, they ain't going to get that for Penrith and and Cleary would know that. Mm. He would have done his homework and he will just be saying in that, like, you know, mate, if they keep turning the ball over, we just got to make sure that we just keep taking the fuel out of their legs. And it's one way that they can get on top of their middle, you know. Yeah. And all the chat this this week, Kempe's on Walsh. You know, he's in the media, he's in the spotlight. But you got to, everyone's forgetting that there's another quality fullback on the other side, Dylan Edwards. Well, the unsung, matchup. unsung hero mm. and, and probably the unluckiest player not to play Origin all, all for his country. Mm. Um, over the last three years has been Dylan Edwards uh, at the back for Penrith. Oh, look, he'd be one of the first guys. If you if you had a wish list, he'd be in your top three. So he means so much to, to Penrith. You know, the way you know, we see what um, Charles Nickel Clockstart does mm. for mm. Um, the Warriors. He gets the back five started. They're very big and, and fast. They're just like the Broncos, you know, they've got real good speed out of dummy half and they get in front of their forwards so they don't have to travel back so far. But the amount of work he does on that last tackle and pushing through that middle on on offense, he's always there, mate. Every break, every pitcher, uh, Dylan Edwards right yeah. in the in the in amongst it. So um, he isn't as dynamic as Reese Walsh, but he's as important as Reese Walsh is to uh, is to Penrith as what he is to Brisbane. And and you're dead right. You know, if if you wanted to have a a, a bet on the Clive Churchill, I reckon having a back on both those fullbacks is a mm. is a decent bet. Oh, it's going to be an absolute doozy this Sunday, uh, 10 o'clock in New Zealand is kickoff. So it's a late night before we head into a big Monday show. So uh, we'll see that unfold. Kempe, score prediction, quickly. Oh, I'm actually going to – I know everyone wants to back uh, Penrith, but I'm actually going to back Broncos. Okay. Yeah. I'd, so I'd you're going s- against my multi? Yeah. I'll, nice. no, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. Now that you've jumped on it, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just I saw enough up in Brisbane to think they can cause they can cause a headache mm. um, for the Panthers just with a the change of gears and and if it, you never know with grand finals, man. Like the, if it sticks, 
You know, we watched we watched Manly how they you know they how they fought, I think it was forty nil against Melbourne one year. If things stick for Brisbane, I can actually see them winning. Um, but I know what everyone's saying about Penrith that you know you got to you got to lose one to win one. Mm. You got you know they're there on a three peat. They've got the best defence and defence wins grand finals. You know everything's stacking up for that dollar sixty that Penrith are, are favourites on. Part of me just sees after watching them up in um, Suncorp on Saturday night, they're a chance. They're a definite chance. They're but a chance. Brian Tuttle to score any time and uh, the Panthers 1-12 to on picking. So uh, there you go. Hopefully it's, uh, it's an absolute doozy. Keep those messages coming through on double eight double three Boys, just want to thank the Warriors for waking up the nation, up the wires. Pat in Christchurch and Paul and Harwood is listening via the app. Heard testing with wife and son this morning, so have an extra help with Who Am I? There you go. Thank you, Paul. You're an absolute champion, man. They tune in lots. And uh, I think we're going to do something here. Kids, shall we give our mate a call? I don't want to lose me job, so nah, if you on. take the blame, come on. Give if him a you call. take the blame, give okay. Him a call. Get right. him up, mate. Get him, him up. Oh, oh, give him a call. In advance. Give him a call. <laughs> in advance. Go. Paulie, I'm so sorry. Paulie Moati. <laughs> Paulie Moati, the party. It is Friday. It is Friday. I'm so scared. That's all right. He'll answer. He got to answer. Like, this just goes to show if he doesn't answer that he, he actually doesn't wakes listen. straight up and doesn't listen. Yeah. Is <laughs> he? <laughs> Come on, Paul. <laughs> he said he was on this Friday too, coming on to talk to us. Paul. Voicemail. Ah, okay. Oh. That's all right. Oh, That's here all right. we go. So he hasn't got off that easy. We're going to continue throughout the next hour, um, well, hour that we got left, <laughs> to try and wake him up and see what he's got, kids. Look, I, I know we were going to call Paulie Moadi there, but speaking of bets, boys, now I know that you two are probably two of the most competitive people I've ever met. You're like big brother, little brother. All right? Kempe... Yep. Was a little bit upset yesterday that you won the NRL yes, uh, tournament. But, boys, Woo-hoo-hoo. that means that we're now tied up with the MPC and the <laughs> NRL uh, drafts both being a draw. What's on the line for this uh, little Broncos-Panthers rivalry you've got on here? Izzy, you've, you've, uh, you've made your stripes clear where, I'm where your money's going, your Panthers yeah, and Kempe. Think- you've just tipped out the Broncos, so... Is this the decider? Is this the grand final of Izzy and Kempe draft for the 2023 rugby rugby mate, league we'll season? Do, we'll mate, do a shaved head. Not a chance. No. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he's still trying to. He's still trying to get someone on a hook. But you look good. Honestly, I had 28 messages on my Instagram about you looking like David Thor. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's looking good. <laughs> good. That's yes. debatable. Actually, there's a lot of debatable things in that conversation. Like, is he won the NRL one? That's, mate, I don't. I, I show, won I'm, it, Kempe. We're going to the High Court unless you can show me the evidence. I didn't say thanks for that $1,000 transfer yesterday, is he? <laughs> thanks, kids. Hey, um, you won't bet, eh? Hey, well, it's, yeah, it's okay because well, you never pay your bet, so... I do. You don't. Well, double, why you don't we me, ask double eight, double three? So, mate, I've pretty, much, know, it's I've not, pretty much bought a bakery full of baps for you. I'll tell, I tell you what, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and it's never double or quits, okay? That what? one, that double or quits. I don't quit. That's right. So, I'll go. So that, that's okay. We'll have a bet, but you're like double, double, 44 down. <laughs> so I'll give you a chance to win one of them back. <laughs> so you're taking the Bronx? I'll take the Bronx. All right. Panthers, 100 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I've just seen a handshake. A handshake yeah, live in that. studio. It's on. Yeah, you're a kitty little, kitty next week, eh? I am. Uh, I am. I'll but I'll, my... take, I'll take that. That's a that's a decent decent nudge. I reckon I'm fifty fifty. I'll send you my account. 
the later on in the show. Uh, you've, just put the, <laughs> you've just put the hoodoo on them. Oh, my. Paul Muadi, I'm in the shower. Get up, Paul. We just want to have a chat to you. Get up. <laughs> Dry it off, and we'll talk to you soon, all right? We'll shoot away. We'll come back. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring. Welcome back. Go on, kids. Give me another one. <laughs> Give me another one. He can't. He can't still be in the shower. He's not in the shower. He is what not. The he, hell? Is, he is not in the shower. Paulie Mwari, good morning. I just wanted to say we didn't need you today, and uh, have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Oh, I hope That's Bungle all. goes well. I'm going to back him. <laughs> all right. That's You're all I wanted from you, Paulie. I just wanted to say have a great day and have another day off. No way. <laughs> <laughs> While I've got you, okay. uh, you should you should check out the Boston Boosted ah. uh, odds that uh, the boys have put up. Um, Imperatriz hmm? and Tokyo Tycoon both to win. Um, so Opie's going to be riding. What's that giving uh, us? Dollar fifty. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, I think <laughs> I think it's been boosted out to three dollars and three thirty something oh, like that. So oh, that's, that's, that's good. good. Very good. So, yeah, yeah. So Opie, yeah, he's riding at the Valley tonight. Mm. Um, hopefully Imperatriz and the uh, Group 1 Moyer Stakes. And then he's back over Hastings for Arrowfield Stud Plate Day. Mm. Uh, and he's riding Tokyo Tycoon in the Hawks Bay Guineas. So, you guys are feeling generous, uh, both those, Both those to win. Boosted up to, I think it was $3. Because I've only just got out of the shower, <laughs> I haven't been able to check the market. <laughs> you boys, I man. I didn't want it up that. I just wanted to say, have a great day. And uh, <laughs> you, we don't need you today, but you've come through with the goods. So enjoy, your, you. enjoy your sleep. Go back to bed. Right now, Izzy owes me a round at Pegasus next time I'm down there. You just sing out, mate. We'll play there or Clearwater. You, you choose. No stress. Beautiful. All right, brother. Have a good weekend. Okay, bro. Good you night. Here is Paulie Mwadi. Oh, how good. Morning, KP. Izzy, listen to you guys from Waiheke off fishing on the high tide. Yes. It is uh, Dave. Wow. Drop us some off, Dave. Drop us off a bit of snapper, son. Here you go. We're here for a while. So next week, we want fresh fillets to come through, please. And someone said, how about a winner takes a 100 buck four-leg multi and donates it to come Gumboot Fund? Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Stop rolling your eyes, <laughs> mate. Because I'll be the one putting it on. No, you won't. You ain't winning, mate. Anyway, we'll, who's going to win the grand final? Who do you think's coming through? Send us through. Double eight, double three. And Cam from Cambridge is uh, sent us through a couple of messages as well. We'll get to those soon. We've got some uh, headlines with kids coming up. But before then, we better hear from the lovely Aroha with the news for Kubota together shaping and building New Zealand. 33 minutes past six here on SENZ. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. No Rick Dog on school holidays. Izzy, stop looking at me, man. We're not doing this again today. Uh, I might go fill in Francie Aroha one day if she's sick. I'll I'll go read the news for you, Digger. (laughs) Boys, foul your business with punning straight power fast. For goodness sakes, you guys are on a heater today. I'm just waiting for my stitch up now. If you've got Paulie Moati on his day off. Uh, <laughs> but um, is he two lads that you worked with uh, for a very long time? Arguably the greatest uh, 12 and 13 combination uh, to mm. ever chuck around the pill. Man Nonu and Conrad Smith. 
bet you all guessed that when I said best ever. Uh, quite cool news. Uh, they've been uh, working quite closely with the Black Ferns, isn't yeah. he? Don't know if you've uh, heard this yep. one, but uh, Sylvia Brunt and Emily Duplessis, who are uh, committed uh, from the seven side, mm. uh, but currently in the Black Ferns camp, they've been uh, chucking on the, the 12 and 13 jersey leading up the midfield for mm. the Black Ferns. Ma and Conrad have actually been working quite closely with them together, and oh, I bet that would make the Aussies feel scared. They are taking them on tomorrow at FMG Stadium, Waikato. I will be there. Uh, I've already had Brett on double eight double three reach out and say I'll see you there. So if anyone else is heading down to FMG Stadium, sing out, and uh, I'll come say hello to you. But uh, it's going to be exciting down there tomorrow. That's huge news, Kiz. Huge news. That is, um, just just quickly jump in there. Like yeah. you, you think Sylvia Brunt and uh, Amy Amy Duplessis. The combination they'll forge like last well two years ago mm. the, the midfield was Theresa Fitzpatrick mm. Stacey Flula yeah the, the traditionally sevens players how blessed are we in this country with uh, female you know centres and in the, the team that they put out and shout out to Charmaine Smith too yeah, she's come back from a, back. a yeah. neck injury she got told she'd never be able to play again yeah. she's uh she's a police officer and she's a, she's a mother and and it's an awesome occasion and um opportunity to see her back out there and and wearing those black colours so. Get awesome story the there, yeah. Charmaine will be starting at lock uh, for tomorrow's clash down there at FMG Stadium Waikato. Boys, uh, Kempi won that. Uh, you'll be happy for you. were singing for it for a long time, Brad. Freddie Fittler. He's, I uh, know. He's, uh, he's done with the news? Blues. He's quit his State of Origin coaching post. Hear this. Just days after pitching for an extension. Yeah, so obviously they've gone into, in the back, into the back rooms and he's taken a strategy that they've disagreed with, kids. Mm. And he's put the ultimatum down on the table. Well, we either do it my way or it's the highway. And he's walked. So apparently effective immediately uh, yes. last night. Last wow. night when that came, when that news came out. So they, uh, no, no, Freddie Fittler. I know that they're pitching straight away. Cares for Rick, Ricky Stewart or mm. uh, Craig Bellamy. Ivan Cleary should get that job. Yeah, you think so? And then what, what does that mean for for Panthers. Ivan Cleary? Does he stop coaching with the Panthers? No, he don't. No. Do you think he does a little bellyache system there? He did. I think he's you know he's got coaches around him that can just carry on for that six weeks through Origin period. Uh, I know they called they've they've already had Ricky Stewart and Bellamy there. Give it to Ivan. He's been to the grand final four times. You know what I mean? He's mm. he's been a part of the New South Wales in that in that very last game. You would have seen him up in the box with Freddie Fittler. You know, so mm. I hope Ivan Ivan throws his hand up. Yep, so you're wow. pitching Ivan for the next next term job. So yeah, Freddie, he was offered a 12-month deal, Kempe, to continue, but uh, he declined. So uh, no more Brad Fittler. He finishes uh, his New South Wales campaign with a flat nine wins and nine losses. Yeah, so, come uh, on, you Blues. Like, yeah. there's what, so what many are the Blues, blues fans' reactions? Yeah. You know, is, is this, um, uh, you know, are, are we happy we're about They'll this? They'll be relieved. You know? and, yeah, well, that's, that's what all the, <laughs> that's all the text They'll line after. Jeepers, after game one, you know, of, of this year's origin, mm. we had people on double eight, double three, you know, claiming that Freddie should be gone. Now that he is, what's your reaction to it? And, and who fills his boots? Wow, mate, it's... That's huge. Oh, look, it's, it's something that's been posed. Like you read, tw- you go on Twitter, and all the um, New South Wales fans couldn't believe the team he kept selecting. Mm. Post, right. you know that that drubbing in, in game one. So now this new coach is going to come a fresh mind. You know, no, no real. F- what's the word? Friendships. You know, I felt like. Well, they'd all. Freddie was loyal to a lot of those players, and he was. It was difficult for him to make those tough decisions to drop a couple. Yeah, and I th- and I think it made his decision a hell of a lot easier when Greg Alexander said that he wasn't coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, there were questions around Joey whether he wanted to be a part of it, and now Freddie pull, pulls the pin on it as well. So you're dead right on a new start. It looks like it's going to be a whole um, broom go through and sweep out that coaching staff and a new one come in.
Because you look at that squad, Kez Kempe. It's a great like, squad. You think that they win state of O every time. It should be a sweep if pe- you're just going off team lists. Yeah, people are surprised with how lacklustre they are. So a fresh start, I think it'd be great for the uh, New South Wales. It's a little bit similar to, and I had this conversation the other day, it's about, uh, well, once I heard that that Fittler had retired, I texted my mate who, who lives in Aussie and said, and he's a Kiwi, and I said to him, mate, is this a little bit to you like what's going on with the All Blacks? You know, you look at their squad, you look through not even the 23, you look through the 36, and you go, this, this is a team of world beaters. You know, what, what's going on? And, and, and it all stems as well. The coaching debate, jeepers, this is, if, if you're a coach in 2022, 2023, uh, you watch out because people have become vicious towards them. So, yeah, new, new light for the Blues fans there. So uh, let us know, double eight double three Timber Bed Post Text Machine. Are you happy? Uh, that, that Freddie's uh, uh, out of the job and who takes his boots. Uh, yeah, but there you go. Some headlines for you boys. Just quickly, I'd like to give a shout out for, to Brad as well from the run home. Uh, he did an interview yesterday with WWE wrestler Dakota Kai and she's a Kiwi. Uh, before the preliminary final, she walked out on SmackDown, which uh, jeepers, gets hundreds of millions of views global with a uh, 95 Warriors jacket on. So go listen to that one. Dakota Kai, she's doing big things in the world of professional wrestling and she comes from Auckland. Tamaki Makoto, you know, my homeland so definitely go uh, and check out the uh, the run home podcast page if you want to go have a listen to that I we, highly we, recommend your it. homeland is we Winterfell mate <laughs> what <laughs> your homeland is Winterfell but we had You're Jason Mamal okay we had Jason Mamal come out on our stadium what <laughs> they had Dakota Kai we had Jason Mamal mate when <laughs> what, what, what all blacks all blacks we got superstars too bro they come out on our stadiums Dakota Kai is a professional wrestler yeah Jason Mamal is a uh, professional actor. <laughs> I don't understand where you're going with this. We're competing, aren't we? With what? He's on the competing. He's on the competing. And what is Winterfield? Am I, am I meant to know what where Winterfield is? Give me what, okay, what was ta- that? Hey, Robbie, t- take a picture, put it up on, um, put it up on our socials this morning, and ask. Uh, everyone where Kez comes from in the Game of Thrones. I bet they okay. say Winterfell. You know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to turn your mic off, Tony Kemp, and I'm going to do my Tony Kemp impression for the rest of the show with Izzy. So it's just me and Izzy. Uh, new tradies and builders, power your business with Bunnings Trade Power Pass. Izzy, I think we got got um, Andrew Forsman uh, coming up next. Don't we, Dagger? So uh, we'll, we'll throw to the break. You listen to Izzy and Kempy for breakfast. Stay tuned. Andrew Forsman joining me, Kempy, for Love Racing after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 6.45 uh, at the moment, 0800 811 and you can uh, text us also on double eight double three on the Temper Bed, uh, bed Post text machine. Find a thoroughbred race day at events.loveracing.nz. Well, this weekend, it's the uh, Hawke's Bay Carnival once again with the Arrowfield Stud Group uh, Plate Group 1 race on, and it looks like the rain is coming, and that will suit our next guest, Andrew Fallsman, who joins us on the phone this morning. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? Very good, guys. Um, Cambridge here, and it's still raining. Still, still <laughs> raining. Well, you hope that it's uh, going to be following you down the, the east coast there, which it looks like tomorrow, because you've got Mustang Valley in the big race, uh, who's currently sits on the second line of betting uh, with Legato. What are you, what are you thinking, Andrew? Is it, is it the more rain, the better it is for you in Mustang Valley? Yep, absolutely. She loves it. Um, she just really gets through that rain-affected ground, um, and you would hope that it keeps raining down there. I don't know, they've got a lot of wind forecasts, I think, in the next 24 hours, but, yep, absolutely, the wetter, the better for her. Andrew, drawn six in the uh, barrier six in that race, what is the ideal playout for Mustang Valley to get in a good position to get home? Yeah, good question. She can be a little bit slow out at times, um, which does make it hard, mm. big field, um, 
But look, from a, a reasonably good draw, it's an awkward start there. We hope that she can get out of the gates well. And if she was midfield um, or just ahead of midfield, I think that would be perfect. And yeah, like I said, the rain affected track should suit her. Yeah, Joe Doyle, he's on a heater at the moment, isn't he, Andrew? Um, with his riding, he's, he's uh, got plenty of home for Lisa Ladder in these winter races as well. What do, what do you think with Legato? Are you, are you thinking that Legato, if they do get the rain, that they may scratch him? I hope so. Uh, <laughs> it certainly make, make, make our job easier anyway, that's for sure. She's a, she's a classy mare. Um, she's very good. And, you know, she's got form on rain-affected ground, just probably not at this level. So um, if she's not there, great for us. If she is there, good for racing because she's a, a classy classy mare um, and she will be hard to beat if she lines up. Yeah, other other um, horses in that race, obviously sharp and smart getting geared up for I think November and La Creek, is, uh, are they the other two that um, come to mind when you're racing or is there anything else in there in that race? Uh, maybe, Just ask maybe, maybe one from Taranaki <laughs> that may throw up a, a, a shock for you. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I think La Creek's obviously got class, um, you know, she's she beat us um, in the same race last year convincingly, albeit on a different track. Um, and Sharp and Smart, very good horse. He just is probably looking for further. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's certainly one to follow. Mustang Valley has been around the, the traps for, for a while now. What's on the horizon for Mustang? Um, well, we're hopeful that she won the Livermore last year mm. um, and hopefully we can go back, back to the Bay and, and win that again. She'll be competitive when she gets to 2000. At a mile in the sort of company, she probably does need the wet track. Once she gets beyond the mile, I think she'll be okay on better ground. So that's probably her, her mm. first target. And then if she was to win that, um, we may consider taking her to Aussie. Yeah. Nice, nice. We see the Finster come out and race nine as well. Andrew, uh, drawn, is that barrier 21? I didn't know they had that many barriers out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the they do. I think they'll have... <laughs> you'll, um, you'll be high-fiving the crowd as he goes past <laughs> down the straight the first time. But... Um, He'll, he'll go around. I think a wide draw, probably not too much of a drama that stage of the day. Uh, and he's in good form. Look, he's, a, he's a good each-way chance and a very even field. Mate, you've, you've, you've partnered up with um, Melbourne as well, and Wittemu Pins ridden a couple for you uh, over there. What's, what's the go with Rip Raw? Like, Are we going to see Rip Raw run in the Karaka uh, Millions or, or the, the Derby, the Victorian Derby? Uh, good question. Um, the Derby's our aim, so he'll run at Flemington Saturday week. And then that's sort of a fork in the road. If he can run out a strong 1800 at Flemington, we'll press on to the Derby. Um, and then, yeah, the Karaka Million, whether we bring him home, I'm not so sure yet. We'll just obviously see what plays out in the next month or so. And, and just one last question before I let you go. Aegon, um, you're heading that for the Turak or the, or the Turnbull? Yeah, good question. We're actually <laughs> going to bring him home. So you're going to bring him home? <laughs> yeah. He's been going okay without being, you know, he's he's running in behind the likes of Mr. Brightside and the best weight for age horses in Aussie. I think we'll bring him home, give him a bit of a freshen up and, and mm. contest the weight for age races here. He's he's an older horse now and he just needs probably too much to go his way to be competitive in Aussie and I think he might be better placed here in New Zealand. Mate, thanks a lot for joining us this morning, Andrew. Um, I loved watching... Kempi's not going to say it, but I'll say all the best on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> no, all the, all the best. I'm, look, I think you're the horse to beat, definitely, mm. in that race, uh, Mustang Valley. All the best down there, uh, Andrew, and uh, all the best, too, with those other two, Rip Raw and Aegon. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what, um, those two run again. Uh, go well tomorrow, mate. Hope the rain follows you from Cambridge. Yep, beautiful. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah.
There, awesome. there you go, Andrew Fallsman joining us for our Love Racing. Uh, we'll give you a little tip too, because I think racing this weekend, there is a, a dead set, um, decent little multi playing out for 12 bucks, and uh, I'll give you that after the 7 o'clock news. Grab your mates. Kim, Kim yep. do you think the rain's, the rain's going to continue? Legato might, they might pull pin. Well, I don't, I don't think they want to bash Legato up. Mm. You know, so I, I don't know. I read between the lines that they're waiting to see, um, and the trainers know best. So uh, Andrew's, you know, saying that there's a lot of wind down there, it might dry the ground out. But I'm, I'm hearing that there's going to be another big drop of rain tomorrow uh, down there in the Hawks Bay, and I'm, I'm hoping it does. You must be excited, mate, because we know Jam loves getting run around in the wet. That's right. The wetter, the better, and not just for Mustang Valley, but for us as well. Have you run a group run? Uh, not with not with just us, me. But yep, um, Kaui won a few, and uh, Cinerama ran second to Melody Bell, uh, which wow. I thought was one of one of the best races that I've seen because that missed the jump by ten lengths that mm. day and got up the inside, and we didn't think that Melody Bell would come over the top of her, but she did in the end. So, uh, nice question there, is he? You love, I love your love racing questions. They're mm. awesome. Grab your mates and get on course. Visit events.loveracing.nz to find a race day near you. Beautiful, Kempe, and great to hear from Andrew Forsman. If you're going to have a wee dabble. Do it uh, responsibly on the weekend. We got a, a little multi from Cam from Cambridge. He's come through Hastings Race Five Tokyo Tycoon win Race Seven Legato win Sunday Sandow Race Six. I can't get that one. Hold on, where is it? There we go. Race Six Antonio win Money in the Bank. So you He's might confident. you might get rivet on Race Seven there, Cam. We might have to just throw that out there. But anyway, love your love your tips coming through. You have got us paid. When I didn't follow you in for that big one on a Wednesday that paid 70 bucks and they all won, and I couldn't believe it. But anyway, appreciate it. Coming up, TJ Pedernara after seven. We'll get an update where he's at, and we'll talk to him about his business that is absolutely thriving at the moment. We'll also talk about the All Blacks taking on Italy because he's played them a few times. So stay tuned for that. Uh, welcome back in. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Yes, we just had Andrew Fallsman on the line with us talking about his, uh, his chance tomorrow down in in the Hawke's Bay with Mustang Valley. If you want to listen to that, go back and uh, check out and download the SEN app and listen to the potties and and get that bully from Andrew Forsman. I said I'd come back with a little multi, which I think is really good tomorrow, Um, starting tonight with Amelia's Jewel in race six at the Valley. I think it's a a moral at $1.40. Imperatriz, I just think she's too good. She's already coming from $1.80 to $1.75 in race seven. That's at the Valley. Tomorrow at Hawke's Bay, Tycoon, I don't don't think gets beat $1.55. And I think the value in the big race down there in the Hawke's Bay, race seven, the Arrowfield stud plate, group one, is my horse just asked me at top four? I think at three dollars thirty, the way that he's running. If he gets some rain, um, you know, every day that that boy's going to be trying out right to the line and look out. He's carrying a couple of kilos less, so he might just get us home after seven o'clock. We got TJ Pedernada coming up, and it's going to be good to talk to TJ about his journey because he started a couple of bu- businesses, and also to talk about Cam Roydgard and, uh, of course, our little mate Aaron Smith and whether or not the All Blacks have picked the right team this weekend to get the job done up against Italy. So stay tuned to me and Izzy coming up after 7. TJ Peranata, here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Aotearoa. Welcome back, Izzy Kempi for breakfast. S-E-N-Z, we have clue number two for Who Am I? We're going to give away a $100 Adidas golf voucher up for grabs. Get away with Adidas. Visit adidas.co.nz slash getaway underscore with underscore golf. T's and C's apply. Clue number two. 
They have the most test caps to never win a World Cup. Oh, that will grate him so much, that. I have the most test caps to never win a World Cup. If you know the answer, please send them through uh, to double eight double three. We've had one correct answer so far, and uh, many of you are pretty close, I must say. So keep them coming, and uh, we're going to give away another clue shortly. And I oh know that's all the clues you're going to get for today because we're going to remember we only got half an hour of the show left. And what's the time? Oh, it's five past seven. No, I'm late. I told him seven oh four, so he's going to grill me this morning. So we better get to him, <laughs> and we're going to have a catch up with TJ. Pedernada Rugby World Update with Kubota, and uh, TJ's on the show now. How you doing, brother? Good to, good to talk to you again, my guy. Yeah, well? yeah I'm good, man. I'm good. Just uh, chipping away. We're talking about a league, talking Black Ferns, um, and obviously yeah. uh, the All Blacks taking on Italy. But how, how you doing, man? How's how's your injury? How's the update? Got us an update? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going really well, eh? It's, um, my calf itself is probably stronger it is stronger now after 11 weeks of rehab than I got to at five and a half months on my last surgery. So things are looking really good there. Hopefully start running towards the back end of next week. Um, but we're just taking it a little bit slower um, this, this time just to make sure that everything is perfect before we go out on the field. Yeah, man. Just listen, eh? Just say, don't listen, eh? Just no ears. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. The most competitive bug I've ever met, and this is what's happened. But you look on the positive side of it, Tej. You've had a bit of time to reflect and build on life. Because rugby only like, is a small part of our lives. We know that. So you've got another thing that you've got in, in, the, in the moment in, in progress right now, and there's RTRC, and I've seen it on the socials, I've seen it everywhere I look. Mate, can you just give us another update on how's that, how's that going and evolving over the last couple of months? Yeah, it's going really well, bro. Um, I guess being out of rugby for a bit, when you're in rugby and you're consumed in it so much, we don't really see the, mm. um, the pressures that the general public probably have, like we're worrying about preparing for a game, whether we won or lost, and then we're really focused on that next exam and when we step away from the game a little bit, uh, we want to rest and um, spend time with our family, so we're uh, oblivious to what's sort of going on. And being away from the game a little bit, I've sort of started to see what's happening in the in the public and a little bit more in tune to it. Um, and then I sort of realised we get an opportunity to give people joy in that in the weekends when we go out and play rugby, but then they step back into um, their current reality. And I want to have impact on people's lives on a day-to-day basis, and that was what we're trying to do here at RCRC, especially in this financial climate. Um, and it's moved really quickly, bro. Um, hopefully, next week, actually, we'll be launching our website and people can start to get on board with it. Um, but we're just getting everything um, in the right path so that it's easy for people once they our website's launched and that, that it's mm. an easy transition for people to get into. But it's been cool, man. It's been met some really cool people in the business world um, who are willing to help. Um, that's been really humbling. Yeah. Teach. Was it a conscious decision to sort of, while you're transitioning um, through the back end of your rugby career, to to pick up these opportunities through business uh, through business and run with it? Um, yeah, I guess a little bit. Like I, being injured in that, I think the same fulfilment that I I get from playing rugby. Like mm. it's it's almost an unhealthy lifestyle, I reckon, because we're. So we focus on winning a game and losing a game and you get like this peak um, every week of adrenaline or a rush that you get from playing the game and then you step away from it, whether it's through injury or through retirement. 
and you don't get that. And I think as players, if we're so used to that for a decade or longer than a decade of getting that every single week and building towards it every week, and then that just gets taken away, I think it can be dangerous for people who step away from the game. So if we can have something um, that gives us... It's, it's definitely not the same. Like I don't get the same high in business that I get from rugby, but mm. it's a, more of a consistent lifestyle, um, a consistent... Um, growth and the highs aren't as high but the lows aren't as low but getting used to that and being okay with that um, I think is helpful. Teej, just through this time when you, you've had a, a, an injury, you, you've had them before but is this different? Have you have you figured something out? Like you've obviously you know, got a beautiful family, another on another one on the way so is this a different time in your life and, and you and you know like what, what are the differences from the previous injuries that you had to deal with compared to now? Um, I think this one, it's definitely been the longest one. So it's mm. like I've had more scope to be like, I'm going to be away from the game for this amount of time. Um, yes, I can do my rehab and that, and that's going to be effective for me, but I'm still not going to be able to play the game of rugby. So what can I find that can give me um, some focus away from um, our training ground and that? And that's, I think that's really helped being a little bit older and having a family is definitely a part of it too. Like mm. I'm not so consumed in the game and the game doesn't define me for who I am where when I broke my leg when I was younger, I only had rugby or only thought about rugby. Um, so that's made it a little bit easier. It still sucks. Like I, every day I wish I was playing rugby, um, which is okay as well. Um, but it's having, I guess, those life experiences has helped me um, channel that frustration into something yeah, I think it's going to be positive long term. Mate, you, you, you've looked to the future and, and uh, I know how competitive you are and you want to be the best and you want to be in the best team. So the future next year, what, what does that look like for TJ Perinara? Yeah, so I'll be back with the Canes next year. Mm. I signed a two-year deal with the Canes, which, yeah. is, which is cool. Um, I think we could potentially have the two best nines in the country at the Canes, which is an exciting mm. thing for us if we can... Uh, get our combination going really well. Um, we can have some real good impact in this competition and in our country. Um, so that's exciting. I'm still ambitious to to play for the All Blacks again and to to be a big part of that team. Uh, so that's uh, a key driver for me as well. Mm-hmm. But just getting back onto the field and playing some rugby, uh, it will be I'll hopefully playing February next year uh, in those preseason games, and that takes it for like 14 or 15 months out of the game, which is the longest I haven't played the game for since I was like five years old. So. I'm excited just to get back and play the game. Um, I understand that there's really good opportunity for both mm. Cam and I um, next year um, with that combination, um, and hopefully we can take that onto the world stage too. Two devastating number lies. The Canes are going to have their disposal. It's going to be a scary aspect for most teams that will come up against you. But you've played Italy a few times here, Teach. What do you make uh, of the yeah. Italians? Um, both. They're actually going pretty good, eh? Like mm. every time we've sort of played them, um, we might have looked at them as a little bit more under strength um, than what we, we had been playing that year, but they've shown over the last few years the way that they're playing the game and um, I guess the teams that they've pushed and the teams that they've beaten over the last few years, that they're a proper team to um, to be worried about, you know. So, uh, boys, I think I've heard Nuggy talk about it, like they're in playoff mode already um, and I understand why they would be that. They obviously lost the first game of the season, but they understand the threat that Italy can bring in winning this game um, is a do or die for them and I, I like the mindset going into it that way. Do you, do you, do you think that um, we talk a little bit about the se- the selections and Richie Moonga and Bodie Barrett at the back with those two pivots, Tej, and, and you're, you're out there, you know it intimately, you know uh, exactly how the system works. 
is there a is there an issue? You know, because um, I don't know if your dad talks about it, but with the two pivot system and the defensive lines coming at it so quickly that we just don't get enough time to run it. Um, like personally, for me, I want both of them out on the field. Like they I, I enjoy playing mm. rugby with both of them, and when I have them both out on the field, they will command a side of the field each, like as a nine, and you have those two dominant voices out there um, who really know what they're talking about. And if one of them um, might be a little bit off, say, at the start of the game and not feeling it, then the other one tends to take over and, mm. and do a little bit more of the face play leading. So I, I like having them both on the field. Um, if I'm picking the team or if I'm playing nine in that team, I want them both on the field. Beautiful. Uh, I just seen a little video on Crow Goes Wild that Richie Moonga just walked off training with a tight hammy. Um, so potentially Bodhi taking over the the ten position, maybe potentially bringing a, a Leicester Fying and Niku on the bench to take over that position. That's interesting, mate. That the the changes, the adjustments. Move to the back, you yeah, maybe you moves. Move Will Jordan? The Will, the yeah, there's a lot of adjustment. What would you like to see? Because yeah, he walked off. He looked pretty sore. Oh yeah. Well, if they if he doesn't play, I'd push Bears to ten, I'd push Jill to the wing, and maybe start Leicester. That's what I'd do. Bang, I think they might have to do that, TJ. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting one. For me, this is my thinking, and uh, the, re- the me hearing you say that about a, a 10 and 15, I played 15, mate. Did I not say much in a, out there? Did I, did I not no, give bro, you any options? I was playing with you, bro. I just need <laughs> to like, give you the ball, bro. You know? And that's, like, that's no, it's not detrimental to you as well. That's the... Uh, yeah. Fuck, if we need someone... Oh, sorry, I can't swear. If, if we need the ball in someone's hands to do something good for us, like, I will mm. give you the ball. And that's, like, yes, you might not overly communicate to the whole team and organise like Bears would do, mm. but you get the ball in your hands and you make something happen, and that's the strength of you. And that's that could be, like, a Jill as well. Like, yeah. he, you get the ball in his hands, something good's going to happen, he's going to make the right decision, whether it's kicking the ball or running the ball, and you... Like you make your game plan around mm. that, and that's the quality that you brought to our team. We knew when the ball's in your hands, something's good's going to happen. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm hearing you. I'm definitely hearing. You. I just think um, at the moment, I just feel like there's probably just a little bit of confusion on like who's running the ship. You know, like when you got a ten and a, and a fifteen, like they can, if they can connect that well and get it flowing really nicely, we can know understand how devastating it can be. But we yeah, cannot blame, right. um, you know, most of it. You know, like everyone's. Not many people are talking about this this the Sawbacks team, TJ, and it's like, and it's crazy because this is the most competitive World Cup ever. When you could look at it across the board, mate, everyone asks me who's going to win. I'm like, I don't know. Are you the same? There's a lot of teams that can win it, man. Mm. There is. I think the All Blacks are in a good spot because everyone, no one is really talking yeah. about them. And usually at World Cups, everyone's like, oh, it's the All Blacks um, competition to lose, and there's all of that outside pressure. But they'll be. In that camp at the moment, understanding that most people probably are talking poorly on us because we're not, uh, we, we lost to France, we lost to South mm. Africa going into it. Um, and they can sort of fly under the radar a little bit, a, a little bit, I suppose. Um, but they, they will know that everything is within that 36 people. They're not going to care too much about what's happening in any other team. They know they have to connect and in order for them to win it, they have yeah. to probably be at their best every time. Beautiful, Teach. Appreciate you coming on, man, and great to see that your injury is tracking really well. And all the best with RTRC, bro. It's um, it's awesome to see the difference you're making online. Did did you sweep up those Warriors, uh, those Warriors um, tickets? I know you were doing a few giveaways, mate. How, they would have we they would have went yeah, we, crazy. 
Yeah, we got some um, people up to their Auckland game um, and got them like a hotel, some dinners out and stuff like that. So that was awesome for them. We try to get people over to Aussie, but there's just there's a lot of like health and safety things that we would have to tick mm. off to send people overseas as a company. And we just didn't have the time to, to get that all done. But hopefully in the future we can start to do some more stuff like that as well. Beautiful, man. Keep up the great work, TJ Pedernato. Appreciate you coming on the show. And take care and all the love to the family, eh? Bro, I'll see you next week, bro. Love you, boy. Yeah. Cheers, my brother. Cheers, Teach. There he is, TJ Pitanata, brought to you by um, Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. It wasn't here. Um, so there you go. Beautiful. Great to catch up. And when he was talking about Jill, that was Will Jordan. So Jill's Will Jordan's um, nickname. So if you're out there thinking, who's Jill? He meant uh, Will Jordan. So if that is the case, Kimpy. With Richard Moonga, well, we just injured. saw it on TV. Yeah, he looked like really sore walking off to the training bus with a um, ice and easy on his. It looked like a for me, it looked like a quad, not not a hamstring. So mm. obviously a, a leg injury, and with a decent sort of, sort of limp on him, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he's out. Okay, I'm guessing he's out. Yeah. Dude, where do they go? They go to Bodie. Yeah, Bodie will go into ten, and then I think Will will go to fifteen, and then Lester flying and Nuku stays on the. Uh, goes to the it left could wing. be a blessing in disguise. Yeah, well, this is the team we're after, wasn't it? Mm. You know, so the changes, we don't want to see anyone ch- any changes through injury, but um, it looked pretty sore. And to see him running back out there, he got two games before the big matches. So this is an opportunity for Bodie to go out there, control this team. you got Leicester coming on, Will Jordan potentially going to McKenzie fullback. stays where he is. Anton mm. Leonard Brown stays where he is. Yeah. Yeah, yep. you keep the bench the same. Yeah, and, you, and just, you just bring Leicester Whanuku and put him straight into the yep. that wing position role. Um, Jill back to the back, Will Jordan, and yeah, and the and the shapes exactly the same coming off the bench. Yeah, here we go. Here's here's a question from Cameron. Just quickly before we get off, Israel, I have a question for you. Are you still sore that in 2015 you left out of the World Cup squad by a coaching group that included Ian Foster, who played Braden Barrett at 15 in some games at the World Cup? Certainly sounds like it. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, mate, Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. No, I'm not sore, mate. I played poor. I played poor that year, actually. I didn't deserve my opportunity in that team. And I, uh, I, I've i owned that many if you actually listen to me, Cameron. I've, I've come out and said it before that I wasn't playing well. Mm. And, you know, I took my position for granted in that year. I probably got comfortable. And when, you, when you're comfortable and you're under pressure, you tend to do things that... <laughs> weren't accustomed to you and uh, look, when, you, when you're under pressure you lose sight of the bigger picture and I was playing like a robot, absolute robot so I didn't deserve my position and, and they took Nehi Murasukata, Waisaki no Holo and they did extremely well and Bowden Barrett was world class, come on and, and change the game in the, in the, in the, off the bench so Cameron there's no salt here son but it sounds like you got plenty of salt for me so I must have done and rubbed you up the wrong way, appreciate it. Anyway, we'll shoot off, Kempi. We've got to stay on, actually. We're going to announce Who Am I. We're going to announce our Who Am I winner, our $100 Adidas Golf voucher up for grabs. Get away with Adidas Golf. Visit adidas.co.nz slash getaway underscore worth underscore golf T's and C's apply. It took us a while to get this, Kempi. It was a toughie this morning. Hmm. I had about 15 goes at it. Yeah, I had a few. I had a few. I'll, get, I'll run through the clues again. In 1997, I was captain of the All Blacks. I was captain of the All Blacks. This is the one that rattled me because this person I didn't think was captain, but he was apparently. And then clue number two, I have the most test caps to never win a World Cup. I have the most test caps to never win a World well, that Cup. That narrows it right down. 
and he'll be if anyone's salty, Cam, this guy will be salty about that. No, no doubt about it. Um, this person, you want to know the answer? Brrr, Justin Marshall. Ding, ding, ding. Justin Marshall. <laughs> I did not know that Justin Marshall was captain. No. 1997 British and Irish Lions, you said? For, uh, he played, he captained the team four times. One was England. Robbie, you'll be able to help me out here. It was England, Ireland, Wales, then England again. And that was his uh, four-game stint. Wow. James Marshall. There you go. Justin Marshall is the answer. And the winner is Justin Marshall, Carlos from Topol. Carlos from Topol, you are the winner. And James and Alex, he come through with the right answer. And Jan Ritchie as well. There's a few correct answers there. But Carlos came through on the first clue at 12 past six this morning. So Carlos from Topol, you've got that $100 voucher coming your way. Kempi, we have a big weekend ahead. There's a Massive big game weekend. coming up. What are you up to for the weekend? Uh, I'm actually heading up to Kirikiri today, so I'll be broadcasting out of there from Monday uh, for a couple of days, Izzy. I'll be getting ready for the grand final. It's the first weekend I've had off for quite some time because there's no rugby league for us uh, with the Warriors getting knocked out next week. So I'll probably cruise to the markets tomorrow up in Kirikiri. If you ever get up there, get yourself along. It's a fantastic uh, farmer's market. Uh, they've got this guy there, and I found out that he was on a – on a cooking show, New Zealand, because we don't watch normal telly, you see, So, but apparently he was on a, a New Zealand cooking show, and he does these um, Mexican sort of, uh, they're like a... Enchilada. Yeah, yeah, mm. they're, and they're just healthy as, mate, beautiful. Mm. Uh, so go along and, and oh. catch up with him. Empanada. And, oh, I've got no idea. <laughs> Pina colada's probably the only one with a lada. Oh, and a colada car, of course. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, and just going to relax, mate, going to try and catch up on some sleep. I, Working out, what I was like, man, I had to, when I woke up this morning, <laughs> I jumped in the shower, I was still asleep. I had to open up my, you know when the showers go, I had to open up my eyes, let my eyes get stung by the shower, I was just straight at it, going, oh yeah, now that's starting to wake me up a little bit. And I was sitting here talking to kids, working out, why mate, why am I, you know, like fair enough, I'm doing a little footy on the weekends and I'm getting up early in the morning, and he went, well, it's daylight savings, I forgot all about it. Mm. And we're losing, losing sleep. They you know, finally on the Friday, get up and... Try to try to pull the whittle out of your eyes and can't get it out until stuck clothes and in the shower. But man, I'm looking forward to having a sleeping. I've got to say that, and I'm looking forward to racing. Best part of the year is this month, next month. Mm, racing? Oh no, because I've got my horse coming back on Saturday. It's uh, it's at Mornington on Saturday, and it's I think it's race four at four forty-five p.m. and Pungal's first race in about. Wow, pretty much all it's February, I think it was. I can't yeah. even remember. It's been a long time. So it's had a wee spell. It's changed stables. Still the same trainer, but it, we've moved it to uh, Melbourne. And uh, it's going to have its first race on Saturday. It's paying four bucks, I think it is. It's in a nice, easy race. And uh, hopefully you can get a bit of confidence and potentially even push for a dub. Yeah, um, he's in the Gary Lee Handicap at Mornington, if you're looking for him. Race four, number five, drawn barrier two. Right by Joy McNeil for Chris Walla, geez, you couldn't get a better, better name on the back of it. Open at 480, he's now under four bucks. So there's someone on it. Beautiful. Yeah, hopefully it gets it done. And it's been a while since I've seen Pung running around, so we'll see. And uh, hopefully it gets you all paid. But uh, appreciate you coming through. Stay on because. Uh, we got we got the World Cup. We've got Samoa taking on Japan, and uh, we've got all that action as well. And it's a big weekend for sport. 
We got the Black Ferns playing up the Black Ferns. We got the All Blacks taking on Italy. We got we got the Silver Ferns back in contention in the tiny Jamison Trophy. Here's uh, a quick one for you, Izzy. Takes a big man to be accountable. Big mahi out to you, Izzy. Kapoi, going to play that snippet back to my kids. That's from Horse. I <laughs> appreciate it. All good. Thank you so much for your for the week. You've really all had a great week. I'm about to shoot off to go to training, then i got a big weekend with the kiddies. Yeah, you need it. And uh, I'm looking forward to relaxing. <laughs> but up the ABs, up the Panthers. Come on, Jam. Get on, Jam.